I thought I was going to die at one point. You have to be your biggest fan. And when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you that says... Hello, hello, hello. We are back with another episode, a fresh series, series three, episode one. And it is the new year. Happy new year. Welcome back. I hope you are all excited for the new series of the 60-Day Mind and Body Challenge podcast where we motivate, inspire and empower you to be the best version of yourself as always whilst being 100% real and honest and today's episode without further ado is going to be a little bit different because I haven't spoken to you since last March I believe, March 2021 which blows my mind. I want to chat to you about some that has been a bit of an issue in the past six to eight months for me personally and I know a lot of you will be able to relate to it. So this episode I lost myself to COVID. Um, I just want to thank a couple of people Ebony and Charlotte over on my Instagram. I always put out podcast suggestions um, over on my Instagram if you're interested in getting involved um, with being a part of this podcast but I just wanted to give them a little shout out because they both uh, responded to me doing this particular idea on I lost myself to COVID. I think it's really relatable. I've got quite a lot of clients, five or six clients at the moment who are all struggling with the after after effects of COVID and implementing a healthy lifestyle post having COVID. So let's get started. I lost myself to COVID. I know it sounds a little bit dramatic, but in the past, well, I think it's about nine months now. I had COVID at the end of May last year in 2021 and it absolutely floored me and Liam. We both had it before we had the vaccines. Unfortunately, we were about to go and get the vaccines. I think within the space of a couple of weeks, our age group were up for the vaccines. And um, unlucky for us, we managed to pick up COVID. And basically, I thought I was going to die at one point. And that sounds very, very extreme and exaggerative but I was on the phone to 111 they was gonna send an ambulance and it was it was right um at a bit of a peak in the pandemic I think people had start started to go out um and things were starting to open up but the cases were still still quite high at that point and um the hospital times, the ambulance times were crazy at the, at the time and I ended up just just not going because I thought I'm not waiting four or five hours for an ambulance. There's probably people that need it a lot more than I do. So I ended up just sitting it out. Um, my breathing got quite bad. It impacted my lungs. I had chest pain, lung pain. Um, it hurt my lungs when I was breathing, I was absolutely exhausted, even walking to the bathroom was a major task and I had to have a nap after having a shower and things like that, it was just, it was, it was absolutely unbelievable and actually by day 9 slash 10 I started to get sharp pain in my chest, um, which is a sign of pleurisy, um, 
so I ended up having to go to the hospital uh, and went to like the COVID COVID site um, where they checked me over. The doctor checked me over and said that I had a mild case of pleurisy. Pleurisy, if you don't know, is when the thin lining um, between your lungs and ribs becomes inflamed and the doctor said the main symptom of pleurisy is sharp chest pain when you breathe in deeply which is which is what I had um and basically that I think they gave me some antibiotics and some pain medication for the sharp pain um and it did end up clearing up but I I remember I had very very high heart rate um which is also a symptom of myocarditis uh, there are some other symptoms um but i never actually went and got checked out after that but i'd i'd be going on walks um and my heart rate would be hitting like 170 180 190 whereas usually i'd be walking and it'd probably get up to like 110 maybe just 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 like a general walk so i knew there was definitely some damage from having covid um to my lungs um potentially other areas of my body uh so I, I just had to kind of take it easy and just obviously implement slowly and gradually implement exercise over time um because the fatigue another another symptom of, of post-covid the fatigue was just unbearable like I just didn't have any motivation to do anything and again like even even some of you who have had COVID in the last month or two or three months, you might be relating to some of the things that I've said. And I just want you to know that it does get better and you can implement some things that will make it better uh, faster. Um, nutrition is 100% a, a major factor in speeding up your recovery making sure that you get in all of your vitamins and minerals um me and Liam did a lot of research when we had covid um because obviously there's nothing else to do other than cry because of the headache pain <laughs> so we we were on google a lot of the time looking at research papers science papers of things that they were starting to trial because remember this was this was May 2021 so they still only really had what a year and a bit a year and four or five months um maybe not even that a year into a couple of months of um researching what treatments are best to tackle covid um and there was a lot of things that came up and um, there's a supplement called NAC which is an amino acid and um it's shown to be a powerful antioxidant as well. So there's been quite a bit of research. Um, you, if you're interested in all of this science geeky stuff, then go and go and have a little Google because there's a lot of a lot of um, good things that NAC can help your body with. Um, but but specifically to do with COVID, there are uh, there are links with how NAC, NAC can be a preventative antioxidant um, within your body. And I've got a little bit of a list here about the claims that NAC can help. Uh, apparently they can help, it can help prevent or diminish kidney damage via detoxification, positively impact psychiatric disorders and addictive behaviors, help relieve symptoms of respiratory conditions, 
i.e. COVID. Uh, also, also can help boost brain health, may improve fertility, may stabilize a blood sugar as well. So we were taking at the supplement NAC, uh, we ended up getting it just from my protein. And we also topped up our vitamin D, zinc, which is really important for your immune system. Vitamin C, obviously good for your immune system and iron as well. Because I think that there has been a couple of studies on iron iron depletion and um one of the studies that i'm reading at the moment um the summary was 60 days after disease onset 30 percent of subjects still presented with iron deficiency and nine percent had anemia um which obviously says that we do need to be careful with our deficiencies post covid because it's such a an unknown condition at the moment. We we know what we know, but I'm sure there's plenty more research to be done. And I'm sure in five to 10 years, we'll be looking back with a lot more insight into what treats COVID, etc. But what we do know is looking at the, the research that I've done has been done at the moment is that it does deplete some uh, vitamins and minerals just like any other condition um so it's it's definitely important to look at your nutrition in terms of recovery from covid as well be mindful of what you're putting putting in your body and making sure that you are topping up your body replenishing it of all that goodness that is lost through recovering from an illness and really it's only taken me until now uh january 2022 where i just seriously just looked at myself and i thought imogen you're not you're not your healthiest you're not your happiest mentally or physically um so we need to we need to do something about this what can we do and i sat down wrote a list of how i wanted to feel in the next six months um what I wanted to achieve in terms of my fitness goals, in terms of getting my strength back. And obviously I speak about fertility quite a bit over on my Instagram. And a big part of fertility is making sure you are at your healthiest. And that might be that you need to lose a bit of weight or you need to put on a bit of weight. It could be that you need to be replenishing your body of lots of nutrients, micronutrients, um, making sure your vitamins are all there. There's a lot of things um, that we need to do in terms of fertility, especially to make sure that our body is running optimally to be able to to even get pregnant in the first, te- first place. Um, and so one of my main things this year, my main goals is to become that happier, healthier version of myself. And I believe that I was that person in 2020 um two years ago before covid before i had my third surgery uh, for endometriosis and i'm ready to get i'm ready to take that back and i hope you are too i hope you're ready to get back to that happy healthy version of yourself and if you are already there if you're feeling like you are there I highly doubt it because when we strive to be better, we're never never happy, are we? <laughs> the goalpost is always continuously moving. And if it wasn't, I suppose life would be boring. We need to strive um, for those goals we want to achieve. In a lot of ways, COVID definitely changed my life. 
it changed the fact that I can't taste the same, it changed the fact that I can't smell the same, which really concerns me because when there's a bad smell, I can't smell it and the you're probably thinking, well, how do you know there's a bad smell? Well, I've been in a situation before. I've probably told you this story before, but I'm going to tell it again because it really sticks in my mind. I was stood in a bus stop um, quite soon after I had COVID. Obviously, it was past the isolation point. I was allowed out, but I was still definitely impacted with my smell and my taste as I am now, eight months later still haven't got it back. I was stood in a bus bus stop and my mum and my sister had to leave the bus stop because it stank of piss. And I was like, I cannot smell anything. I can't, it doesn't even, it's not even there. There's nothing there. It literally smells of nothing. And they were holding the nose. It apparently was rancid. And I was just stood there just in a big smell of piss, not even bothered because it didn't even affect me, which in some in some kind of ways you could probably think oh that's actually a good thing because then you're not gonna ever smell bad really bad smells but what if I smell what if my house smells and people come around and they think oh my god this stinks but I can't smell anything and it's that that concerns me I mean obviously I wash every day but you never know I still might stink I don't even know so everybody who comes across me please be honest with me do I smell I think when something happens like that to you, you realise how important your health is and how extremely privileged we all are to have our health the rest of the time. It does really, really uh, make you appreciate things a lot more. Um, Now, thankfully, a lot of us have had vaccines um, and so if, if you were to get COVID now, it wouldn't be as bad it would be milder but I'm still hearing especially from a lot of my clients that they are still highly impacted still flooring them is still impacting their uh, productivity levels their energy levels um, they're just feeling sluggish and so this episode is not just going to be a bit of a downer it's it, I'm going to explain to you how I've managed to over the past eight to ten months get myself back to a routine with fitness, get myself into the mindset where I actually want to work out because for a long time before Christmas, I I wasn't in the mindset where I wanted to work out. I just couldn't be asked. Like I felt so drained and like I didn't have any energy and I just felt exhausted all the time that I didn't feel like I could bring myself to work out even though exercise is one of the main things that will make you feel better in those um, periods of your life especially when you need to get your health back to a, a normal state exercise is one of the factors along with the healthy eating obviously um, that you need but unfortunately when you feel that exhausted it's really hard to get yourself pick yourself up and force yourself to do something you don't want to do and I'm sure a lot of you can relate a lot to what I'm saying so before I actually go into detail about what kind of things that I've implemented into my life to make me feel better and more motivated with my fitness and helped me get back into a routine and be uh, working out consistently again I want to ask you a question 
are you happy with how you are in this moment in time in terms of how your uh, body is running do you feel like you're running at your optimal standard if the answer is no then there are things that you can implement into your life to make you feel better to make you healthier and happier Um, and I will go through them but realistically you need to you need to want to change you need to want to push yourself out your comfort zone and for the first two to three weeks you are going to be forcing yourself to do things that you don't want to do that is the hard that is the hardest hardest part I find you do obviously get a slump maybe in like the five to eight week mark but the initial couple of weeks are often the hardest because you feel like I am doing everything that I've not been doing for so many weeks or months and it's so hard to get into this routine even though my body is craving a routine and then the final question you want to ask yourself is what what's your intention are your intentions good are your intentions going to positively impact your mental and physical well-being because if the reasons that you're doing this are solely aesthetic you're gonna fall off pretty quickly you need to have some substantial reasons other than just aesthetic I've I've made this mistake plenty of times in the past but to to want to take your supplements every day to want to hit your protein goal every day to want to make sure you're getting your veggies in and your fruit in to support those micronutrients that need to be um that need to be in your body for basic functions and brain health that are going to give you the right amount of energy to be able to work out you need some substantial reasons and shifting it back to your why yeah okay have an aesthetic goal but have have another goal you want you want to feel more rested you want to feel alive you want more energy you want to be able to play with your kids more reasons for why you're doing this above surface level those are the reasons that are really going to get you out of bed those are the reasons that are going to drive you maybe you're having fertility problems and you need to lose a little bit of weight that is a that's a really really important reason for a lot of us that will drive us on the days where you are really struggling and you can't be asked to get out of bed you can't be asked to get out of bed at 5 a.m to do your workout before work a long day at work and then you've got to come home do all do do all your stuff at home your housework and that kind of stuff that we all hate to do those are the days when you need this really great reason for why you're doing this and once you've got that reason whether it because you want um better chance at, at having a baby or whether it's because you want more energy to focus on your kids or whether it's because you've got this m- massive ambition to create a business and you you feel like you don't have the energy to do it alongside your 40 hour job um 40 hour a week job 
That is your why that needs putting up everywhere. It needs to be on your phone screen. It needs to be on your laptop screen. It needs to be on little little sticky notes around your desk. It needs to be in your bedroom. So the first thing, first thing that you see when you wake up is that reason. That's your drive to get out of bed in the morning. That is your drive to work out. That's your drive to make sure that you're getting the nutrients in your body to feel good. Because yes, we all love we all love chocolate. We all love biscuits. We all love crisps. And yes, we want a balanced diet, but we need to make sure that instead of restricting yourself and taking out of things from your diet, push all of that energy into bringing things into your diet. What can you bring into your life to make it better rather than restricting and taking out? Because naturally, over time, if you're bringing in goodness into your diet, if you're bringing in um, more protein, more veggies, more fruits, then naturally all of the other stuff, the sugary, fatty foods that you might be eating at the moment that is making you feel sluggish naturally over time that will start to decrease and you don't need to bring it out totally a hundred percent you can have a treat in the evening if if you if you have got a certain fitness goal or a calorie goal in mind you can track that treat and have that alongside all of these nutritious things that are going to positively impact your mind and your body so the first thing that helps me um get back into a routine um was making decisions for now instead of saying to myself right okay I'm going to start that on Monday um and basically on the 31st of December on New Year's Eve we made the decision that's it we're not going to drink tonight we could have we could have drank and obviously it was New Year's Eve it's a big thing and we could have drank we could have we could have then gone into the new year hungover and probably made some decisions that probably wouldn't have helped our first week of january so we made the decision then right then and there to quit drinking for 6 months from the 31st of december now i'm not telling you that you need to quit drinking you 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 do the things that are going to positively impact your life but for me, I know that I run my business optimally when I'm not drinking. I I know that my fitness is the best when I'm not drinking. And you will probably notice it. If you follow me, you've, if you followed me for a while, you'll probably notice the periods where I am not drinking because I'm the most productive I ever will ever be. Compared to when I'm going out with my friends, I'm partying, um, all of my energy goes into that, all of my energy goes into the hangovers and recovering and eating the shit and doing it all again. And obviously, there's part of that that is fun. There's part of that that's going, you know, you're letting loose, you're letting your hair down. There is part of that that I do enjoy. But for me, for my goals that I have got with my own business, being self-employed, I don't have any anyone any other workers to rely on it's me or my business fails so that's a quite a lot of responsibility on my shoulders to make sure that I am progressing within my business year on year I'm improving and getting better and bigger and learning and the only way I can do that is by doing that so we made the decision to quit for six months 
which I'm really happy about because I'm, I'm going into the third week and I feel clearer, I feel less brain fog, I feel more energy than ever. Um, so I'm really pleased that we made that decision. On New Year's Day, we decided to do a hike, which again, with all these little decisions are impacting whether we achieve our goals. And these are things that you'll notice. You might decide this weekend, you know what, I need a weekend to just chill out because I've been manic. And if that means saying no to people and upsetting people, I need to look after my own mental health. And that those are the decisions that are going to set you apart from the rest of the people. You need to sometimes be selfish. You need to look after your own sanity to make sure number one is absolutely happy and healthy so that then you can look after other people it's like the you're on a plane um the plane's going down the oxygen masks come come down and they tell you you need to put your oxygen mask on you first before you help any others because what what's any good you going down dying you're not going to be able to help anybody else you need to help yourself first So the next thing that really um, helps me with my starting point was sitting down with Liam. Now, this is a big factor, having a support system around you. Luckily, me and Liam are kind of synced up when we are not drinking. We do it together. And I, I feel like we do have quite a good support network between the both of us um, when we really do need each other to push, push us to achieve our goals uh, individually and together. So we both sat down, uh, we weighed ourselves, which is something that I'd not done in a long time. Um, and I was expecting what I what I had when I when I jumped on the scales. Um, I had put on quite a considerable amount of weight since tw- 2020, uh, which I, I was probably my strongest and fittest I've ever been in my life in 2020. This is another factor. Compare yourself to yourself. Never compare yourself to other people around you because it's useless. You are you and only you. So only compare you to previous or past or future you. Um, that's one little side note. Okay, so going back to this, so I sat, we sat down together, we um, we weighed ourselves, wrote it down, put down what what goal weight we wanted to be, um, how much body body fat percentage we wanted to lose, and um, fortunately, obviously because I'm a personal trainer, I could work out exactly how much sustainably. Uh, I could lose over the course of the next three to four months. Um, if you do need help with that, I am willing to willing to help. I do I do give a lot of advice in my group coaching group, uh, sixty day sorry fit in sixty. So if you are wanting to join that, I've got one opening up on the thirty first of January where you can uh, have your nutrition goals, all that all that stuff sorted, so you don't even have to think about that. Um, but if you're not, if you're not wanting to do that, I'll just kind of give you a brief outline. So I I basically said, right, okay, April, by April, what, how much do I want to lose? Is this sustainable? Okay. Yes, it's sustainable. How much body fat percentage would that be that I'm going to be losing? Um, and then from then you work, work out your calories of per day. 
to lose that amount of weight um what 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 exercises am I going to include I one of my goals is 10,000 steps a day um we've both said no takeaways because since moving into this house let me tell you we used to just we got obsessed with ordering delivery because when we lived in our old house it was in the middle of the countryside so we didn't have delivery so when we moved to manchester back to manchester we were so excited at the thought of being able to just order what we want and just get it just like that so uh for us for a saving money aspect for a financial aspect one of our goals was to save some some money so we just said look we just need to start making our own food we need to say no takeaways for the whole of january and we've stuck to that so far and i am recording this on the 19th of january so we've we've only got about 10 ish days 10 ish days 11 days left um I've said no sweets, only dark chocolate because dark chocolate is is my I just love it. Um I love it on porridge, I love it in um yogurt, I have it with berries and things like that as a as a nice healthy healthy snack. Um but when I say no sweets, I mean like real, you know, refined sugary sweets that are just not really going to do anything other than make me feel like a slug the next day. So I've removed them from my uh, diet. I'm minimizing gluten and wheat, and that is specifically for me for fertility. Um, as you know, I have endometriosis. Gluten and wheat makes it worse. So I'm being realistic with that goal. I'm I'm saying I'm minim I'm minimizing it because I do like crumpets. I do like pancakes, protein pancakes. So I'm basically limiting limiting it down. Um, work out at least four times a week, four weight workouts and three cardio workouts. I go on a dog walk every day now as well. So I am including that in obviously in my steps. No alcohol for six months until the 30th of June. I potentially might extend that. I'm just going to see how I feel with that. And then take vitamins every day. So these are all kind of nutrition and workout goals. But you could, you could add in financial goals um if you want to save some money you can apply these these rules across your whole life to make you um become the best version of yourself um but i do do think it's really important to be smart with your goals and to make sure they are measurable to make sure that you've got an end point of of how how much you want to lose by when that is that's what's going to make motivate you and put them up I've, I'm literally staring at mine in my office I've got them up where I can see them so it's fresh in my mind so I know okay am I on track I've lost three pounds since blah de blah I am on track if not then something needs tweaking maybe I need to move my body more because I don't want to reduce my calories and that is something else that um a lot of people forget people think right okay it's not the weight's not shifting so therefore I immediately need to reduce my calories how about we try and move your body more instead of reducing the calories because reducing the calories will work short term but it's just going to make it harder in the long run because there's not going to be as much leeway to go down from if you keep going down and down and down try and move your body more eat more move more that's my motto um yeah and that's 
that's basically what has helped me. I think this, the vitamins has def, is definitely a, a major one. Um, having small daily goals is another one. I am doing another 60-day minor body challenge coming up on the 31st of January. If you want to join that, if you need some structure in your life to be able to um, achieve your 2022 goals, then that is coming. So head into the Facebook group and all of the information is going to be in there. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I hope, hope it's been helpful. I hope it's been somewhat motivational and next week is going to be a super exciting podcast I'm really proud that we're bringing the podcast back to you hope you enjoyed it love you so much I will see you later bye before you go I just want to let you know that the 60 day mind and body challenge is coming back so hop over to the Facebook group where you'll find the new set of challenge rules and we are going to get to it, get smashing it for the next 60 days from the 31st of January. Be there or be a big square. Bye.